If you're the kind of dad who helps his kids with their science projects and they end up winning the Nobel Prize, then this is the podcast for you. Uh, We love it when you talk nerdy. This is the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life and any dad living in any kind of habitat. Of course, this is Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Along with Coach Randy, my name is Adam D. And we're so glad that you, the listener, has decided to join us for at least the next 45 minutes. Or so. Or so. Ish. We say ish. 45 minutes ish. Ish. Yeah, we never really know. Want to get the big bang for our buck. Yes, well, that's our theme today. See what I did there? See yeah, what I, did there? I love it how you worked in the title of the show, Yeah. right, into uh, into what we're doing here yes. at Bad to the Dad. And yes, this episode is called The Big Dad Theory with our good friend, Dr. Doctor. Matt Koff. Doctor. You know, like like many of our shows, I don't know what to expect when Dr. Matt Koff comes, but uh, he, he's a very, very funny guy. He's a scientist, so we're going to take the show on the science route. Uh, you know, the whole STEM thing has become very, very popular with the kids, and I'm curious to hear how the dads get involved with that. I know yeah. his kids are very scientific. They like robotics and transformers and all the things that go uh, go bump in the classroom. And the fact his name is Dr. Koff. Dr. Koff. <coughs> I'm just left, glad please. it's not Dr. Turn to the Left and Koff. <laughs> <laughs> I think he does own rubber gloves, though. Uh, he definitely. I think, yeah. well, I think he leases... With the option to buy. Option it to all buy. goes back to Fletch. It uh-huh. all goes back to Fletch. Hey, we are uh, very, very excited about today's show, but we have some business we have to do. Yes, of course, you want to acknowledge and validate and uh, recommend our dear sponsor, Becky Berman of BermanCS.com, who does remarkable work, whether it's her graphic design, website design, consulting. Give her a call. Why haven't you done so already? Hmm. Reach out to Becky Berman at BermanCS.com. Remember, the Bad to the Dad logo was designed by Becky Berman, the skull, the hat, the pipe. We gave her just a few keywords, and voila, we had ourselves a logo. We actually had ourselves two logos. Now, if I'm correct, did you just say Bone Daddy to her? I, I, want... I, I uh, Did I say? No, I didn't say Bone Daddy to her. Mm-hmm. That's something that we came up with. Gotcha. But she did all the graphic design work and did a fabulous job. You know, we're also on social media. I heard that. Of, yes. I heard that. Instagram. Well, I've been saying it multiple times in every That's show. That's where I heard so it from. I like to think it would sink in at some point. Uh, it's at Bad to the Dad on Instagram. And uh, we're on Facebook, and every once in a while we post something on Facebook, and that's forward slash bad to the dad. And then we do it the, uh, I never thought I would say that a website is the old school way, but uh, every day new technology emerges, so the website is sort of the old-fashioned way. And you can visit us at badtothedad.com, see pictures of our guests and all of the background shenanigans that occur when we produce the show. As a matter of fact, we have a page called shenanigans yes we do and that's where all the shenanigans can be found you're such you're so great at developing this marketing development brand development model it's really good one day people are going to hear about me i would imagine so one day yeah and hopefully it's not on the police blotter (laughs) yeah so randy i will tell you this i am convinced that the summer is over and i will tell you why well is it the fact that i'm now wearing a sweatshirt long sleeves when i wear shorts so it's let's say uh the high 60s here in Mm -hmm. the wonderful municipality of west orange new jersey yes uh i am still going to keep pushing it i will wear shorts you're wearing a sweatshirt you're you're compromising i'm in a t-shirt and shorts and i will push this till november if i have to well i am shorts person i have a rule yeah my rule says beginning may 1 shorts every day through october 31st hmm and I think you'll you'll be able to work with and that. And this year I'm pushing it. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to push it to November 30th if I can. I'd like to think that through October 31, it's going to be at least 60 degrees. Well, And for me, that's my threshold. And if shorts. you're here in West Orange, we might have a super storm. You never know. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get some sort of storm. Yes. Yeah, we're, we have fake fall going on now. Mm-hmm. Then we'll get that Indian summer, right, where we get a week of 75, 80 degree weather. Yep. And then... Uh, it'll get cold again, as it yes. should in the fall. Yes. Right? But it's not even for me about the weather. So, Coach, you know that um, I have a relatively long commute, although maybe it's considered the average commute amongst commuters, especially in the New York area. Um, on, a, on a typical day, it would probably take me just under an hour just to under, get to work. I, I would say that's, it's a bit more average, but okay. yet it's still reasonable enough to understand that an hour drive to and from is, is doable. Now, in the summertime, mm-hmm. right... I was cruising to work. It cruising. would take me cruising on a on a summer Afternoon. morning on yep. the Garden State Parkway. Yeah. Okay. So it would take me probably forty minutes. 
45 minutes on a on a rough day to get to work. And that's pretty good. That's pretty good for me. Heck, that's great. I think a lot of people would love a 40-minute commute. I could live with a 40-minute commute. But come September 5th, Dude. what has happened? My now guess. my commute is a smidge over an hour. And why is that? Buses? Buses. Buses. School buses. And I don't even blame the school buses. Who do so you blame then? I blame the parents that are putting the kids on the school buses. So here's the story. <laughs> so the the route that I take to get to the highway is on a school bus route, right? Because okay, it's, gotcha. it's near a lot of schools in the you're, area. You're a residential suburban guy, yes. so thereby you're going to run into... I have to take <clears throat> local roads in yes. order to get to the highway. Yes. So doesn't matter if I say I'm going to leave 10 minutes early or 10 minutes later. Inevitably, I'm behind a school bus. And it's these these one-lane roads, right? These okay. aren't... Um, and, and even then, they stop, and, they and stop you have to every, stop. That's that's the law, folks. Feet. Let me remind right. you. Yes. Okay, so um, I'm behind a school bus, and yes, it does that little stop sign flappy yeah, thing. Fla- with the, the flappy, flappy, the flappy, flappy thing with the, with the flashing lights. And we're sitting there waiting. Waiting. And why are we waiting? Because the parent's not yet ready with her child. Little Johnny has not emerged from no. the house yet. And we're giving 16 kisses and 16 hugs, and they forgot this, they forgot that. Yes. And you see the kid go back inside. I'm with you. Keep he, going. He's on the bus, right? Yes. And you think that the bus is off yes. and running? But, yes. but, but no, wait, no. here comes the flappy sign once again. Yes. And here comes the mom and the hair curlers running yes. out. We got the back. We got the lunchbox. We got the lunchbox. Yes. So parents, please, please get it, get it together. Get your game on for for the rest of the community who's Without trying time. to get to work, make a decent living, right? Be there on time for for their employee employers and their and their teams. Just get your kid ready. Get that lunch ready. Get them on the bus when the bus comes. Be at the stop sign, ready to go. Be on one foot, spring loaded Absolutely. to get onto that. bus. I would think you'd be celebrating. Goodbye. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Just I mean, you're passing it I off. Know I was. Boom! Oh, that week between you, that you, week between vacation yeah. oh. and oh my the start God. of the school, I stabbed wow. myself in the eye four or five that, times. That may as well be a year long week. Uh, I'm like, please, school starts. Get something to do. Uh, Get out of my hair. Oh my structure. God! And here at West Orange, of course, you know we started a little bit later. We uh-huh. we had to fill up what to do on that Monday, right, or that Tuesday uh, after Labor yeah. Day. So you had Labor Day, Tuesday, then a day off. Yeah, and then uh, Wednesday you what started is that? school. Teachers, teach man. Start <laughs> get your kids in the class. After Labor Day, there's no reason. That is just one of those days you just want to just grab a knife and just just yeah. stab yourself yes. because it's better than to go because the kids are nervous, the kids are freaking out, they don't want to go to school. You want them there, and then they leave, and the bus is late, and they come home late. Yeah, oh, it is. Uh, it is just a crucial thing. So I, I know that in other states, like in Texas and Florida, they start early. They get out earlier. They get out around Memorial Day weekend, but they start earlier. They're like mm-hmm. middle middle of August. But, you know, I traveled to uh, Cleveland, Ohio quite a bit yes. for work. Yeah. And they started middle of August. I'm like, why are they starting? God bless them. The middle of August. They have a great idea. I mean, I think it's great However, for, for the parents, but then that cuts into vacation. Mm. You get let out around Memorial yeah. Day weekend. Still a little chilly in Ohio. Oh my God, I got to tell you, that's that's the downplay to it. Mm-hmm. Then your kids get out of school earlier. Yeah. And they have to feel out what to do. Back at the uh, back in maybe back in, in June in May yeah no, so, that's so maybe wrong. maybe New Jersey in our school system does do it right I don't know I think either way it's a lose lose you know, situation you, you, it, it depends on on how you're feeling and on what time of season it is I'm all about year round school keep them in school the whole yeah, time yeah that's what they do in Japan let them hey, and look at those kids really look at those kids they have, look at they what they're making respect their elders uh-huh. they they are ingenu- they got a lot of STEM out there I I think be like Japan be like Japan. <laughs> I see that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Friends, be like Japan. <laughs> so another reason why I know the summer is over is yeah. I go into my favorite coffee shop on a Sunday morning. Let me guess. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts. I do like the Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. I like to patronize them. They're very yes. friendly. They, they, I walk in. They go, yeah. okay, the usual. I say, the usual. Absolutely. In and and they have it ready for me. Yep. I walk in today, any Sunday morning, packed with soccer teams. Uh, Travel yes. soccer teams. Yep. You're right. Soccer. Soccer. And why are... Why are Thirteen-year-old girls drinking lattes because they need their caffeine. That's how they get pumped up. The coaches tell them, and because they taste good. But can you can a thirteen-year-old girl's system handle a um a, a latte that has that much caffeine? I was I tell you I was going to take a picture of this, but uh, I'm not the kind of guy who takes yes, pictures of, of 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 kids when they don't girls, know it. Yes, yes, so. yes, no, that in the social you, you need individual waiver forms, and if not, they would think you're posting yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, those kind of things. Yes, so yes. You can now tell that school's back in because the soccerness. Yeah. I, I just I just did workshops for probably 
seven different soccer programs in the past two weeks. And how did that go? Uh, soccer. I did some soccer parents, and I did some soccer coaches. And uh, I don't know. I didn't play soccer. I think it's a fun game because I run back and forth. Hmm. But they're pretty nuts about about winning and whatnot. And oh, I gotta yeah. remind them. But uh, it's it's a it is a third largest sport in this country. Yeah, it is well, over. It's it's the most popular sport in the world. You know, it has overcome baseball. So now it's football number one, basketball, and a close third is now soccer. Hmm. And that's in, in America. In America, U.S. soccer. I would think that football would be uh, knocked down a couple of pegs with all the concussion no, talk. No, and... no, 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 no. We are a, we are a, a killer be killed country. Uh huh. And football best resonates with that manliness, testosterone filled brutality gladiator of the mm. 21st century. So just enough violence and yes. just enough scoring. Absolutely. But, but in that order. Absolutely. The violence first. Yes. And then scoring second. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Basketball, which is uh, quick paced. Scoring, yep. and I don't understand why soccer's third because I gotta tell you, it is hands down so difficult to sit there and watch when all I do is just tap a ball back and forth and people get excited in their pajamas and they just in shorts and like wow yeah like it's one nothing. So what should be number three? Lacrosse. Listen, I'm a baseball guy, oh, so that's true, I, yeah. my feelings have been crushed uh, since it became no longer the, the national pastime. No disrespect, Randy. Disrespect but you're saying away. that you're saying that soccer. It's so tough to sit there and watch. Yes. Baseball, a little slow. I can tell you, being a former travel baseball parent, you know, a lot of walks. No, yeah, a lot of so, walks. So, you know, no disrespect, but I'm going to disrespect you. Well, I have this saying, yes. and people think I misspeak. Yes. With all disrespect. Yes. And, of course, it's, you know, with all due respect. Yes, yes. But I say with all disrespect. disrespect with all due respect. Yes, and it's no misspeak. That's I actually mean. With all disrespect. No, and, you know, I like baseball, yeah, too, no, but to watch no, kids no, play it. It is, yeah. Well, kids, uh, but now we've learned how to keep it uh, a reasonable game, you know, with, with uh, run score and uh, mercy. But, uh, hey, it's America. I wouldn't be surprised if pickleball becomes one of the national favorites. Oh, yeah, and then the parents get intense about this yes. game with rackets and <laughs> wiffle balls. Yes. You uh, you take your softball teams to uh, Dunkin' Donuts to load up on sugar and caffeine? Uh, I don't, but I know my players often arrive at practice or at games having stopped off at the great... I mean, they got sugar there, caffeine... You got dairy. You know, it's always yeah. about dairy. It's it's of course. You know, it's a great combination for a kid before yeah. a game. Well, it's it's a great American condiment. Uh, Sugar, yes. caffeine, and dairy. Uh huh. Wow. Um, and I tell you, this this soccer team, they they must have broken Dunkin' Donuts. They were not prepared <laughs> for a team of of twelve, thirteen year old girls to come in and ask for all of these uh, mm-hmm. special nuances to their drinks. Yes. Um, I even overheard one girl say, "You know, at Starbucks, uh, they put a label on it so you get all the ingredients." Put a label. I'm on just it. saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I said they'll also get your name wrong. Absolutely, especially <laughs> they might be something offensive and call you hippo. <laughs> <laughs> we're bad to the dead. We are bad to the dad. Remember, you can find what it is that we're doing pre, during, and post show on social media at bad to the dad. That's our Instagram handle, and of course, our website badtothedad.com. We are happy, happy as can be. Happy, happy, joy, joy. In the den, Coach the Randy den. and I have our good friend, Doctor Doctor Matt Koff. Hello, Doctor Doctor Doctor. Hello, gentlemen. Doctor Doctor. And Doctor. Always goes back to Chevy Chase. It always. <laughs> okay. You know those posters. Everything I learned <laughs> came from I, Chevy I Chase. Came, I came from Chevy Chase movie. We've done uh, Fletch. We've that, done that, Caddyshack. And now we go to Spies, Spies like, like Us. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you remember that. Of course. See, I, knew we, of course. I knew we had John for a reason. <laughs> Matt, thanks for uh, making time out of what I know is an extremely uh, busy social calendar to join us on Bad to the Dead. Well, thank you for the invitation. I'm, I'm honored to be here. So Matt and uh, Coach Randy, you know this. We, we've had a lot of guests on who um, are athletes, yes. who are sports fans, mm-hmm. who have some involvement with sports. Matt, you're not one of those guests. I'm definitely not one of those guests. Yeah, but you're proud of it, too. Um, you know, I take uh, you know some pleasure in not... Knowing too much about a variety of sporting activities, <laughs> some pleasure. They're going back to pleasure. Yeah, but like I, I love um, how proud Matt is of. Like, I own it. I, I don't know what's happening with that that team with the green and white and with the the oddly shaped ball. I mean, yeah. there, there's 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 a pride. That orange you know, thing that goes back and forth and they like bounce it. What is that all about? Why do you got to yeah, bounce? It, but there's something to be said about not being obsessed by these things. I am definitely not obsessed by it. Um, you know, things like the Super Bowl, I will watch that for the commercials, of course, because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's some other stuff that goes on 
between the commercials. commercials. <laughs> uh, that may or may not be interesting. Um, uh, originally born and raised in Philly, I'm a fair weather Phillies fan and Eagles fan. So when the uh, Eagles were playing the Saints in the playoff game oh. last mm-hmm. year, I didn't know who any of the players were. Yes. But you, you, you can bet that I was rooting for the Eagles. Well, I got to <laughs> tell you, that's a... No, no, no. You're pointing at me and I'm pointing at you because yeah. we know... Well, we share a brain. We know yes. what's happening. Ouch, that hurts. Right. Because your, your wife... Is, is a, a voracious sports fan, and a, yes. specifically a New Orleans Saints fan. Oh, yes. So how does that work? Um, when the Eagles play, I am allowed to wear an Eagle shirt, uh, but every other Sunday, Monday, and don't they play another... Thursdays. Thursdays. Thank you. There you go. Pretty soon it's uh, going to be a seven-day-a-week <laughs> affair. It is going to be. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a variety of Saints paraphernalia. Right, that, that you are um, ordered to wear. Obligated? Mandated. Yes. <laughs> Is that, is that part of the American contract? I think it's, I think it's unmanned data. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> See what I did there with the man? I noticed yeah. that. The double entendre. Oh, yeah. very nice. So, so, Matt, you know, I know when a lot of dads come home from work, they get the mitt, they get the ball, maybe the uh, football, and they throw it around with their kids. You're a scientist, so what do you do? Do you take, like, a model of a molecule and you throw it to your kid and say, can you can you tell me the total atomic weight of this model? How does no, it work? No, but um, <clears throat> what I would say... Hey, come on. <laughs> you have to understand, when we get Adam to laugh that way, that's a high point. So congratulations. Okay, okay, of course, okay. I amuse myself sometimes. Um, I, I would say that, um, uh, yes, you know, sometimes we do pay, you know, throw the ball around in the backyard or kick the ball around or, you know, play catch with the dog more often than not. Mm-hmm. Or fetch with the dog, not catch. He really can't hold a mitt. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, we'll have some interesting conversations over dinner, like not, you know, what did you do in school today or what did you ask the teacher or the particular topic of the science class or of the math class or, you know, even what did you do in, you know, English literature class or whatever whatever it may be. Well, what I, what I, I think it's fascinating is that the, the lack of sports, right, the passion you have, but I do know that you've done a lot with athletes in some of the science you've done. Absolutely. So I think it's, it's a really interesting <laughs> dichotomy that you have these really famous athletes that Correct. come walking in your area. So Exactly. So, you know, we've... Um, uh, I work at a little-known orthopedics hospital on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and um, <laughs> it's, it's only the the hospital that people from all over the world go to. Yes, it's uh, it's a little-known hospital, um, and so we have a lot of uh, famous people come in, both of you know who do sports and stage and screen, and also the the local. Um, uh, the local athletes and also people who aren't athletes yeah. as well. Um, and uh, the people that I work with always get a kick out of the fact that I don't know who these people are. So my my go-to story is that my office used to be by our... Um, uh, it was by our conference room that often doubled as a VIP changing room um, <clears throat> before they come in to, to get their MRI and they don't want to be bothered uh, out in the general waiting room because that, that's been known to happen sometimes. Um, so I walk past the change room and I see uh, a really large guy um, and I guess his spouse and possibly a smaller guy who I take as the agent or maybe the team representative. So I went over to uh, the admin assistant and I said, hey, uh, Vivian, who's who's the guy? And she said, it's whoever. And and I'm not telling you because um, I don't want to violate HIPAA yeah. or mm-hmm. whatnot. I, 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 I genuinely... Oh! Compliance. Yes. I I genuinely don't know the guy's name. (laughs) And I said, who's that? And she said, he's a Met. And I said, what's a Met? (laughs) And and she gave me this crazy look, like, because I'm thinking cancer or whatever. Yes. And she's like, you know, the New York Mets. I'm like, ah, okay. Uh, but we've had some uh, some pretty famous athletes come in, yeah. and and they walk when they walk past to uh, get into the uh, MRI scanner, you know, the staff is like, hey, look who it is. It's you know, and they can't really say anything. Yes. You know, if they're, if they're not examining them we've or not, got, we've got to get this guy but, a subscription to like Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Download the ESPN. It's free, for, for the betterment of your job, right. it yes. might be important to know these things. Right. I mean, so yeah. if you trip over, hypothetically, Eli but, Manning in the hallway, yes. well, you, you'd know who he was. Yeah, but the, well, I do know who Eli Manning is because uh, he, like my wife, grew up in New Orleans. Oh, that's right. And they, so you, and they actually yeah. kind of knew each other growing yes. up as, yeah. as young kids. Remember she told me that. Uh, but the other thing is that by not knowing, I'm also unbiasing myself from, in, if I see their. Okay. If, the, if 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 their images come across my desk as part of research study, yeah, I will not bias myself into saying, oh well, you know, this is 
What commitment to the craft? What a commitment to the craft to unbias myself (laughs) to ensure that I don't think about who that person is that might somehow. What ethics? What a moral code! But I'm sure that ignorance could be the best (laughs) quality in the profession. But 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 uh, to get back to your question, but we also do a lot of uh, research studies involving uh, collegiate athletes. Yeah. Uh, And yes, uh, some of the questions that we that we have to ask are, um, you know, it's it's large collaborative groups doing this research, and we have to administer surveys like. How many, you know, uh, are uh, the exercises that you're doing? How much mm-hmm. training are you doing, like in the weight room on the court? Yeah, you did whatnot. something recently on knees, right? It's, exactly, and yeah. we're doing a knee study, and a lot of these things I genuinely have no idea about. Mm-hmm. You know, specific to basketball, or I know a little bit more about swimming at this point. But uh, but we actually have somebody uh, in the uh, MR research lab. Uh, she has a background in athletic training, mm-hmm. so uh, she acts as a translator in some regards. <laughs> Uh, between the athletes and myself, um, is it a sign language translation? No, or is it no, it's much, all in English. They bring it's in all pictures. Spoken, it's all it's all spoken language. It's a nose. It's all spe- spoken language, um, and uh, so we're able to, we're able to do that. So we have more than enough people who know more about the the various sports who can help fill in the blanks as needed. That's hysterical. I think it's so fascinating. <laughs> the, the interest work, with, and, you, and you really help these athletes out. I mean, yeah, we do uh, some really neat stuff. Some really important work in terms of that allow them to understand their knees, their bodies. Not just to make them perform better, but and, also how to make them last well, longer. Well, exactly. And it isn't just, uh, you know, younger individuals with their knees, but it could be, uh, you know, young athletes. It could be also kids who have issues with the, the growth plates in their yeah. in their bones. So if they have some sort of traumatic injury, they could have uh, a bone that just doesn't grow or it grows at a weird angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have older individuals with total joint replacements, uh, and we need to see the soft tissues around their joint replacements. So we, we really apply, I do MRI uh, research, and we apply it to, you know, young kids all the way up to mm-hmm. older, uh, older people with the joint replacements. You know, because I'm thinking real quickly, because I'm thinking yeah. about, as a kid, I want to grow up to be a ball player, you know, baseball, basketball. You want to grow up and be what? Uh, probably MacGyver. Some <laughs> <laughs> as you are, and, and in some, and in with some the musculoskeletal system. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, um, um, my parents both were uh, healthcare professionals. Um, my dad uh, became a DO, doctor of, of uh, osteopathy. Uh, actually, he he graduated with an undergrad in pharmacy, and he later went on to med school. He would have preferred the MD route, but back in the day, he had already air quote chosen his profession, so the yeah. MD schools mm-hmm. would, uh, w- would not yeah. let him, and yeah. he oh. ended uh, ended up going to uh, the Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom was um, <clears throat> the third child of an immigrant family. And she went to nursing school in Philly at Albert Einstein Nursing School, which is now closed. Uh, so I already had that, um, you know, medical. So you were in the family business. You were, in the soup. you were swimming yeah, in that soup. I was soup swimming already. in the soup. There wasn't really a family business per se, yeah. uh, but my grandfather himself, my dad's father, was a pharmacist right. uh, <clears throat> as well. So we had a bit of that going on. Uh, but I always enjoyed doing things with my hands, building things, take more, you know, taking things apart, <laughs> mm-hmm. trying to get them, trying to get them back together. Uh, usually unsuccessfully. Um, and so uh, for me, uh, once I saw all these uh, TV shows on PBS, because there was no cable back then. There was mm-hmm. just TV on the airwaves. <laughs> 13 channels. 13 mm-hmm. channels. You would watch PBS, and there would be Nova and maybe Scientific American on PBS. And so I saw a show uh, where they were displaying um, an engineering class up at MIT where the students were given a box of hardware with gears and electronics and they had to build a robot to accomplish a particular task and it was Mm -hmm. a competition Mm -hmm. and this was before Laptop PCs. This mm-hmm. was before your own Arduinos. You know, ooh, and, the Arduino. You know, you, you've got a few. You can't Arduinos. say that very well. I mean, that, that kind of just flows off your tongue. It Arduino. sounds like uh, you're saying it with a speech impediment. <laughs> yeah. You have the Arduinos today. <laughs> I'll take two. I have twelve Arduinos. So can you just define what that is? Because <laughs> I have to tell you, I'd love to say ninety-eight percent of our listeners don't know. Oh, oh no, it's like, do you know what a Heath kit is? Of course. Oh, you've got six or seven in the truck of my car. I'll take a six pack of Heath kits, please. No, no, no. So, I know so basically the cartoon cat. No, no. So, so basically, what you can do is that you can go and you can get these prefabricated circuit boards. They will include and they will 
put it in as part of a kit. It will give resistors and microprocessors. You can put it all together yourself. Oh, it's with the microprocessor, and you can solder like all these Steve things Jobs together. in a garage. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Well, now now they make these kits that you can order for fifteen to thirty bucks or fifty bucks online, and you can build a microphone or a computer or a clock or whatever. You did well in shop class, didn't you? I I still have all my fingers. Well, well forget shop class. <laughs> did Did you win a lot of science fairs? Um, I actually did compete in science fairs in middle school. I think uh, uh, I did three years. I got like, in my age group, I think I got like second place the first year, first place the next year. The third year, I was actually disqualified <gasps> by the, uh, I, I think it's like the, the junior science, the Pennsylvania Junior Scientist Competition, uh, because I violated what I now know as human subjects research. Um, there was a bit of... Uh, Operated uh, on his sister. No. <laughs> it was an unauthorized... Like doctor it, 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 our it neighborhood. Was, no, no, no. It, it was a bit of an unauthorized blood draw uh, for a study that I was doing to evaluate the effects of morning cereal on uh, blood sugar levels. Oh, I can already tell you how that's going to go down. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so... So, can so we go up? Well, it, it turned out that there was an issue with, not too surprisingly, oversight by the teacher who was supposed to pro be providing appropriate oversight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, but I had I, I did the study. I had my three panel cardboard mm -hmm. thing set up, and uh, I got to I think the the presentation was or uh, um, College in Pennsylvania. I got there. Uh, the head people came over and said, "Sorry, you're disqualified." So, so uh, if I understand this correctly, <laughs> you actually drew blood from somebody? Well, at the time, uh, I did not draw blood. A, a, a certified individual, okay. a, a licensed nurse. All right. Uh, uh, also known as mom. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there she, you go. she drew blood, um, and it was the standard method of you have a lancet to the to the earlobe. Mm -hmm. You squeeze out a drop of blood onto a little uh, sugar tester strip. Mm -hmm. You know, let it sit for the thirty seconds, yeah. match it up to the color on the side to determine the number. Sounds of, fair to me. Uh, you know exactly. So it's not like uh, you know we're cutting fingers off or anything. No, we're just taking but, a little uh, blood from the earlobe. Frankly, exactly. I didn't know you could take blood from the earlobe. But yeah, now, yeah. listening take to Matt. Anything, well, this yeah. was. I mean, this was. A number of years ago, before yes. you know the the, the finger the pin, prick, yep. before mm -hmm. the pin prick thing yeah. on your finger. So, and so yeah. you walk in, they DQ'd you. Yep. And how how'd you handle it? I was not happy. Did you turn, <laughs> up, did you turn over tables? Did you kick uh, some dirt <laughs> into people's shoes? I mean, did you? I, as I'm known to did do. Did you plug yes. someone's volcano? I, <laughs> I turned big and green. Um, <laughs> and you don't like me when no, I'm no, angry. Like you know, I was young. There was there was a a, a, a bit. There were a few number of tears. There yeah. was a collect call because yes. <laughs> there were no cell phones. Um, and uh, so you're by yourself then. Well, yeah, yeah, because every, all the kids got on a bus to go oh, to our science yeah. college. It wasn't a uh, uh, parent drop off. You have to remember this is this is like being removed from a uh, the travel. Uh, yeah, like the, the Little League World I Series. I know, you're, whatever it is, you're, this is a state championship tournament. Well, yeah. And you to, just got DQ to, because you're, you know, you, they and, found your birth certificate. And now you, wonder, now you understand the reach. translator I, that I, I work with. Absolutely. <laughs> This is like um, this, this is like the so, state championship. So there was of, a there was a bit of hell to pay. Yeah. Uh, when I got home, between the the school system, the the science advisor, and um, uh, and I ended up switching schools in the end. <laughs> oh, but uh, but but it, it, everything worked out. Everything worked out. You still became end. a doctor, and I still became uh, a, an engineer and yeah. a PhD in engineering. Didn't turn you off. And and what I think it's so funny about this story, Randy, is yeah. you know we hear about so many stories of. You know, little little uh, Janie didn't make the cheerleading team. Yes. So mom calls yes. the guidance department and says little Janie didn't make the cheerleading yeah. team. And then two days later, she's on the cheerleading team. team. Or she goes to another school where she can be on the cheerleading team. Yes. So it just goes to show you, yeah. it's not just sports. It's not just sports. Across the board. It's an Band academia. Drama, any any arena where you compete. Yes, you know you you want to get a fair shake, right? And and this was this really um, you know looking back on it now really was a fair. I did the work, yeah, uh, yes. and it was the issue of oversight. It wasn't yes. an it issue, wasn't you. It wasn't it was an the issue, adult in the room. It wasn't an issue of promoting lackluster mm -hmm. material research. It was yeah. authentic. It, it and was genuine. if anything, it went the other way. It, right. So it was from it was from top down, not damn from, them all. Yes. Yeah. Damn them all! Well, that teacher that was looking the other way, she should have been a little so, bit more aware. But but I ha uh, harbor no ill or feelings. He, well, I gotta tell you, I got ill feelings for you. That no. is wrong. No, you were twelve. No. You could have been a high school championship science. You could have been an engineer. You could have been an engineer. I could have been an engineer. <laughs> 
Lo and behold, I went on and became an engineer. Oh, so, wait. So it all works out. Out. <laughs> So, Matt, your, your kids, are they into science as well? Have they, uh, they, they taken it. on the mantle? They've, uh, they've taken on the mantle. They have uh, more diverse uh, interests, um, you know, like, like most kids. So, um, but I will tell you, um, and, and now on TV and YouTube, there are far more science outlets for them to explore well, than, sure. than yeah. we yeah. ever had. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, they enjoy watching How It's Made on the Science Channel. Uh, there's a show called Extreme Engineering that my son likes watching. Mm -hmm. uh, and, um, you know, there are so many, there are so many so channels on really YouTube. Are, how things are, how it's made, um, and all and, those things, yeah. Um, and, you know, also about uh, math as well, the interesting yeah. things about mm -hmm. math. So, so they enjoy watching those videos. Uh, and, of course, we do the, you know, the, the science uh, thing, you know, experiments at home, either something that we find on YouTube or just mm -hmm. something like, hey, look, I'm cooking something in the kitchen. And we'll, you know, explore something that well, way. Well, so that's the beauty of science. And now that people are more aware of it, it seems to permeate every walk of life. So we watch a lot of the Food Network. Yep. And there are these baking shows and right. World's Worst Cooks. And the chefs have to talk about the science of food right. in order to make sure that nobody loses an eyebrow right. in and, the kitchen. And, and and I would say that, you know, um, uh, if you've seen on Food Network, Alton Brown, he, ah, used, yes. he used to have a show. And he, it was about cooking, but like 70% mm -hmm. of it was actually the science of why it is that he's making actually comes out the way that it does or why mm -hmm. it tastes the way that it does. So, you know, our house, our basement, we have a little section of the house where we kind of like, we do sports stuff, whether it's sure. gymnastics stuff. Yeah. In like your basement, do you have a laboratory? We don't have a la uh, laboratory. Um, I do not have a... You have an area where you draw blood? <laughs> I do not have... We do not a have... Phlebotomy a phlebotomy lab? We don't have a phlebotomy <laughs> lab. No, that's absurd. We just send our work... We send all of our blood out for, yeah. for oh, processing. Naturally, yes. Um, Subscription service. Uh, but... Uh, but uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, I do have a, a little bit of a, of a workshop. Nothing yeah. terribly serious. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, like I mentioned before about the... Uh, the soldering kits, so we've ordered some of those online, and we introduced the kids to the soldering iron. Uh, even though there are much easier methods now where you can click stuff together or, mm. you know, just snap them together. Um, it took a little bit for the kids to properly to learn how to uh, properly hold the soldering iron. You know, after getting burned a few times, you figure out what probably Pain is a good educator. You live and you learn. <laughs> Pain is a good educator. But what is a good age to put a soldering iron in a kid's hand? You can never start too early. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I had known then what I know now, Absolutely. yeah, <laughs> this is this is such a a, a a different conversation we're having with our with, our, with, with Matt today. Soldering irons. Who would have thought? And do they have um, welding masks as well? No, no. I you feel like you need, the, you need the goggles. Bunsen burners. No Bunsen burners. Um, but uh, you know, we um, just. A lot, you can do a lot with just screwdrivers and drills. Centrifuges? And no centrifuges. Uh, gas lines? No, definitely no gas never, lines. Never, never, never. Uh, but you know, fruit fly we, exercise? <laughs> These are all the things I'm trying to remember from science. That you're not, dissecting pigs! So you're not dissecting the family dog, right? No, we're not dissecting the family Earthworms! Dog. We would love to keep him uh, alive for a while longer. Formaldehyde! Absolutely. I'm just throwing random this, things. This is everything you know about science training. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> To say to say that I'm actually impressed <coughs> that you remembered even that much, I that's was, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I probably read a few textbooks before. But you know, like the kids will up. say, "Hey, I want to build something," so mm -hmm. we'll get some wood and. You know, we'll pull out the vice and we'll you know do yeah. some sawing and we'll do some. You'll drilling. pull out the vice. The oh, vice! I heard vice, and I thought it was I right. heard that too. Yeah, Sorry, so vice. that's it's right. Sort of like Vicotin, but it doesn't. Make sense. <laughs> no, no, no. A yeah. vice because it's all yeah, you know. You got to. You got to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Halloween costumes. Matt yeah. is the master of Halloween. Costumes. <laughs> yeah, really. I, he uh, he made and, and I think it was you. It was not. It was it, not. It, it was you, right? I, Tell us about the transformer. Well, so basically, uh, my son, who was then eight, now nine. Uh, he wanted a uh, a cool Halloween costume. He wanted to be a Transformer. And I said, I don't know. <laughs> and he Trans said... Let me, hope, let me go back to my Urban Dictionary. All right, Transformer. That's right. So... Um, uh, so we were watching some videos on YouTube. We saw, you know, doing some Google searches. And he's like, I want to be Optimus Prime. And I'm like, well, let me explore how to actually make Optimus Prime. So not just any Transformer. The, the, the Transformer. Yeah. The Transformer. Autobots. Autobots. So, um, so there were a couple YouTube videos where uh, some parents made out of cardboard uh, Optimus Prime transforming, um, uh, homemade transforming uh, Halloween costumes. And I said, eh, I think that we could do that. So... Uh, took some measurements off the video, took some measurements off my son, 
did some stuff in the computer-aided design software just to scale everything up. Mm. Um, you know the saying, um, measure twice, cut once. Uh -huh. I probably measured like 175 times, yeah. cut 97 times. <laughs> a lot uh, of cardboard. A lot of cardboard. We finished a, a project before that, so we had enough on hand. And uh, finishing at the last minute, uh, it, uh, so a lot of cardboard, a lot of hot glue. Um, put it all together and um, uh, a lot of painting that was actually that took longer than just put everything together mm -hmm. and then finished it uh, the day before uh, Halloween so so he enjoyed it and it it got a lot of oohs and ahs. Uh, got a lot of oohs and ahs for me on yeah. Facebook. Can we, can we use that video and maybe post it on our yeah, social absolutely. media here? Not a problem. Okay. Not maybe violating any HIPAA regulations. No, no, no. And the truth is we <laughs> cannot compete with the dead like that. It's no, but I think it's good to know a dead. I, I but, but here's the thing. We can't, I mean... Our kid wants to be a, a baseball player. I mean, okay. <laughs> you got the Met jersey. You got the... There you go. You're done. Done. You're done. Right. There's going... He's measuring 27 times, cutting 14 times, going back in. He's using hot glue guns. Yeah. Hot glue iron. guns. Too. I mean, we, that's a completely different league. Yeah. But, uh, but, but I'd say good to have a dad like that who can do stuff. Oh, well, yeah. You know, it makes but, us look pretty bad. I mean, like, they uh, say, we, we call people. Like, yeah, we do with your dad but, this week. We, but but we, don't but please don't like extrapolate that to think that I actually do stuff around the house, um, because whatever I touch in the house, it, it just goes downhill pretty quickly. So this particular project that we saw the videos on YouTube, and I'm like, yeah, right. we could probably figure out how to do that. Yeah. That was enough, but um, you know, I, I once tried replacing a wax ring in a toilet, did not go so well. Yeah. Really? And uh, to cut to the you know to, to cut to the end of the story, uh, it, it resolved initially. I resolved the issue. There was yeah. like some leakage, and it was thought uh, to be related to leakage. the to the the wax ring between the toilet and the drain. Yes. And I took the toilet off. By the way, toilets are very heavy. Yeah, um, and you have to take the water out of the toilet completely. That I took care of. Completely. I, I, I saw. I watched a lot of videos right. on YouTube. I checked my Black and Decker home repair book, <laughs> um, and I took the toilet off and. The wax ring was not only was it just there and intact; it actually yeah. had dust on it, so it was never even it was squished down. It was never oh, even squished okay. down. Yeah. So I put another one on. Oh, you doubled it up. <laughs> you doubled the double. Which, which on top I, of the other one? On top, which I read was okay. Yes, it's allowed. I put, I put the toilet on. Yes. And it and it still wasn't touching. Ah. So then. So your toilet was too high on your floor. Exactly. And it yeah. was it was old plumbing. So yeah. what did I do? Yeah. I took a third ring. <laughs> Of course, this is engineer because, here. This because, is engineer. This is years of education. Because, because this is Sunday night, and we need that bathroom come uh -huh. the week. Um, and now, and then when I put it on, the toilet was hovering above the ground. Yes, and so you hovered. It was taller so, than you. So. It's hard. It's hard to you know I'll describe to your listening audience, but I basically straddled the toilet. Re in the reverse direction. Well, it's a reverse cow dog. Ex exactly. So my my knees were under my knees were under the tank, and I'm kind of like just hopping down on the seat trying to slam it down onto the Talk floor. Talking is jumping up and down. Now it's up a bouncy seat. Exactly. So, yes. so yeah. So there the reverse cow dog. I got you. We resolved the issue. There was no more leakage. Not a problem. problem. <laughs> a year later. Yes. Uh, the toilet got clogged. Oh. And and regular yes. regular plunging would not would do that. We had to call out the plumber. Did he make fun I of you? I got a call. I, no, he didn't make he didn't make fun of me. He, he gave you know. Uh, we got a call. I got was at work. Uh, hey, Mr. Koff. Um, just want to let you know. I took a look at the toilet. I uh, I tried to uh, snake it. It didn't work. I had to take the toilet off. And I don't know what idiot you had <laughs> fix your toilet, but. You know, it's like I had to scrape off three wax, <laughs> wax rings. So I'm like, I don't know who came over before, but we've had thank the house you. for a couple came, of years. Came with the house, <laughs> the way you see the toilet now is how it was. So, yeah, uh, so what happened? It squished, made this the whole tire. Uh, and no, it just, no there, there was something else downstream. Yeah, there was yeah. something else downstream that that ended that up, backed up. That, that backed it up. But yeah. he had to, but he had to take the toilet. That off. is so funny. Uh, so I don't do anything around the house. So these projects, the the transformer, Halloween costume. Stuff I do and build at work. Yeah, I do not touch anything in the house. That is so funny. Yeah, it's a, a I just like call. the image of you. <laughs> yes, jumping up and down on the toilet. But you, you don't really see it on a lot of, <laughs> a lot of toilets. Peter, what are you doing in the bathroom? I'm just trying to get a good fit on the O-ring. And, and I, I can uh, certainly attest because I've replaced many many a toilet myself. Yes. That these toilets are because they're ceramic, yeah. right? Most of them, yeah. Um, not easy to move around. No, they they are very and then, heavy. And then yeah. sometimes why, why can't they use yeah. another material? Uh, to make a toilet. Probably because of strength. 
Mm. Well, I mean, people and, sit on them and, and strength right. and, and probably easily. Right. You also got to think about you know all different kinds of people who sit know. on toilets. Exactly. But that's a conversation. Oh, that's really that's, 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 that's another podcast. Yeah, that's another podcast. You know, you bring the best out of me, coach. So this is obviously a show about dads. We're talking about some of the great things that you do with your kids for your kids. Uh, what are some of your favorite things that you like to do with your kids? Oh, geez. Um, I would say, uh, of course, build a variety of projects in the in the basement. Yep. Um, they, uh, I've gotten them interested in photography, so I, oh, I'm nice. also that dad mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the photography. That's one of my hobbies. So when we go on vacation or we're around town having to take pictures of stuff, you know, and either one of them will ask, let me grab the camera, and I'll say, not a problem, just please put it around your neck so it doesn't it doesn't drop mm-hmm. uh, but they uh, really enjoy taking pictures um, from uh, my mom I really liked uh, I learned and really like to cook uh, so they'll help me in the kitchen mm-hmm. which is as we talked about before its own science experiment yep. Uh, the hypothesis is that you're going to make something edible for dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the null hypothesis, or the alternative, sorry, that's the, null, the alternative hypothesis is you're going to order pizza. Yes. So <laughs> you can always so, you can always rebound on the fact. There's always exactly, plan B. Exactly. Exactly. There's there's a plan B, um, and uh, you know if the uh, null hypothesis doesn't work out, then you know pizza isn't too. Expensive. You got a backup plan. You got a backup plan. I mean, you know, Livingston has plenty of places to choose. Plenty pizza. of yeah, places. There's got, plenty uh, of more, Italian more restaurants. More pizza places than they actually need. I yes. think you're right. Yeah, that's it's New Jersey. Place, so. <laughs> And so you like doing that, and I understand in your family there's some exciting buildup going on with your family in terms of uh, your wife, Sasha. What's it like in terms of being a dad and what she's going through? She's running for the Board of Ed. She is running for the Board of Ed. And, and there you are supporting. What's it like being, you know... Up the, being, the, being the candidate's spouse. Uh, the, future, the future first <laughs> spouse uh, for the Board of Ed. Well, no, you know, just being a, a Board of Ed member, you are a representative of the community, mm-hmm. uh, bringing uh, what the community wants their the education of their children to be like and working with the other members of Board of Ed and the superintendent of the schools to mm-hmm. define the mission of the school. So... Um, I'm I'm just the spouse of the person who's running for. You're the photographer, though, right? You do oh no! Oh, well, you know, I take some pictures every yeah. now and then. I mean, uh, it's a big commitment, though. Yeah. How did, you know? How did Sasha get involved with this whole thing? I mean, I she seems pretty quiet and soft spoken, so I'm oh, surprised. I, I don't. I don't think I've, I've worked with Sasha. I think <laughs> the reason why we do work together is because I admire her uh, activism and her. Um, her being very vocal and very yes. committed and passionate. I was just being sarcastic. I was really. Oh, passionate. is that true? <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face didn't. Uh, I was kind of just going back and like. Uh, all right, you were, no, you're there, trying to just try to some. Uh, no, no, there were there were some uh, there were some topics uh, going on in town as related to uh, the school district last year that um, she felt that um, it was necessary to uh, voice her concerns, and she became very active uh, in the community um, and <coughs> excuse me started. Going to the school uh, mm-hmm. board of ed mm-hmm. uh, meetings, interacting with the board of ed members, uh, uh, interacting with a variety of people in town, uh, um, and uh, uh, she's actually currently now um, the director of the uh, LMAC, the Livingston Municipal Alliance Committee, mm-hmm. uh, which is a bit of an umbrella organization where one of the topics is um, uh, drug and alcohol education, mm-hmm. the youth, as well as some other uh, other important topics in town. Uh, so it just seemed to be um, uh, a natural progression of sorts where uh, running for uh, the Board of Ed uh, made sense because she'd really like to um, continue giving her time to the uh, educational, academic, and well-being development of, mm-hmm. of the kids in town. Now, what, what do your kids think of her running for the Board of Ed? Um, they are very proud of her. Uh, they would prefer to have a couple more nights of her at home for, for bedtime. <laughs> uh, but, so would you. Uh, but they're, uh, so would I. Uh, but they're but they're happy, and you know I think it, it gives a, a good um, uh, an example of uh, community service. Well, I so, know so that, they're seeing uh, that firsthand. We coach uh, coach Randy and Adam D, and I always refer to myself in third person because it sounds better when I say it that way. Uh, are very proud of Sasha. Uh, she is someone who, following uh, the most recent election of 2016, um, we all figured out you know, what do we knew, what do we can we do, can we do, and not only did uh, she t- say certain things and. She kind of put it all together. That yeah. she really is someone who, so you know what? I'm going to make a difference. I'm mm-hmm. going to jump on in with both feet. She's getting involved. She's running. She's very articulate. She's an incredible, incredible person. Uh, we're very proud of her. We're proud of you and the support. And we only wish her the best in terms of the election. And I'm all in. Uh, I don't live in Livingston, but if I was, <laughs> I'd be all in. <laughs> and um, I'd like to see what she could do with three wax rings. 
<laughs> with a toilet or not. <laughs> so we like to wrap up our interview with our guests with a segment called Dadvice. Okay. All right. And Dadvice is it's exactly what you probably would construe out of that. Okay. Uh, what advice would you have? Or do for, you have? Or do you have or for dads have? Of, of any ilk raising raising kids in the environment that we're, we're raising them in? Um, that either have made you successful or that you're experimenting with? Um, well, I guess the, the the level of success is still to be determined. Okay, that's fine. Uh, it's a process. Anyway, that's you know, um, uh, but I think that you should, you should do something with your kids that is unique and that they will always remember as something that they did with their dad or their mom or their parents that really no other, you know, may, maybe it's something that other families do, but preferably something that other families don't do. Um, you know, for example, um, some and, and it could be, uh, I don't know, maybe a special trip somewhere that most families don't go to. Maybe it's something not as extravagant, like every year uh, around the, the Jewish holiday of Purim, uh, I make commentation with the kids. It's mm-hmm. just something that I do, and the kids look forward to it. And we do... Um, we do different flavors. I always do the cherry or I always do the poppy, but each year the kids make suggestions about what flavors they want to make. Sometimes they're good, like, uh, Nutella, always, mm. always good one. Can't go wrong with Nutella. Can't go wrong with Nutella. Yeah. Uh, not a good flavor, the pineapple filling, but yeah. we tried it. Yeah. Velveeta's um, not good either. Velve- ooh. Ooh. Velveeta. Just f- see for yourself. Ooh, that's a good idea. See for yourself. It's a runny cheese though. No, I guess not. It's no, a but, hard but, it's, but it solidifies. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's a science project in Think itself. About it. Think about it. Ooh, run it by the crew. Run it by the cops and well, see if you that's know what. You know what? Our hamantashen recipe is relatively sweet, so mm. maybe we need something that's salty to go along with it. Yeah. Oh, so sweet, salty, sweet, salty, salty, sweet, sweet. We've been there before. Oh yeah. Um. So we do we do things like that, and then you know, um, just you know, internal family jokes where you just recall a particular story or somebody said something funny, and it could have been even you know, years ago, that nobody outside your family would even have any idea of what you're talking about. And even if you told them, they'd be like, why is that even funny? Mm-hmm. But but it's something that it's you share. Story. But you It's share. tribal. It's tribal. Oh, exactly. Great. And so, it, you know, even with my own siblings who are 44 years and plus, we joke about stupid things, mm-hmm. you know, because... It's just what you went through. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's all about the memories. Exactly. Ugh, genius. Well, he is an engineer, I, after all. I, I did get my PhD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> PhD. PhD. That would have been a good topic for today. Yeah. So, Matt, thanks so much for well, being thank you for having me. This was Appreciate awesome. Thank having you for having me. I, I know I learned great. a lot. I don't know if I'm any smarter just by sitting near you and, and hearing what came out of your well, mouth. You but are more like than welcome. So. You are more than welcome to come over, and we can we can do um, a soldering board together. Any any time, and you can bring your kids too, and they can burn. Oh, their that fingers. would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I thought you were going to say uh, we're going to do a, a, a new segment at uh, where you work called uh, "Bring Your Favorite Podcast Host <laughs> to Work Day" because I don't think that that has ever been introduced. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure how well an imaging uh, research would translate to an audio setting. Not at all. Not at all. You'd be surprised. (laughs) We'll see. Well, maybe we'll make our own microphone, as Dr. Matt suggests. Matt, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. We are Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D., in the den, we had Dr. Matt Koff, and Dr. Matt. That, that was that was a lot of fun. I, I like you know with some of these guests, I don't know what angle we're going to take or where the conversation is going to go, but uh, Dr. Matt was uh, was just good fun. It's great, you know. We were just talking about uh, love, Dr. Matt, his wife Sasha, his mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had the pleasure of enjoying some of the Jewish holidays yeah. with them, and what's really funny is that you know we go back to our high school years, and because I was involved with sports, our paths probably would never have crossed. Uh, and it's such a shame because, you know, as adults, we have our heads on our shoulders and we can appreciate. Uh, and I hope that uh, for dads out there who have kids, the cops are the coolest people in the world. They really are. And 
it is just, I would think back that if I was a kid, he's the kind of person I want to hang out with because he's someone who would fix his stuff and... Uh, well, I would have nice. paid him to do my science homework. Well, yeah. <laughs> definitely would have found him. Uh, but really is, uh, and the fact he knows nothing about sports, which is also a thing I would have been like, are you kidding me? How do you not know anything about sports? But I think when you think about the synergy between a friendship like that, uh, I could learn how to appreciate science in a whole yeah. different way, and we would have had a nice little uh, synergy, just like it is in adults. He's just a fantastic guest. As again... Adam D., another great guest. Yeah, and there's so much we didn't talk about with Dr. Matt. So uh, a couple of years ago, we did the uh, Avon Breast Cancer Walk in New York City. Oh, yeah, that's right. So it's a 39-mile walk uh, through Manhattan and Brooklyn. And it's a great way to see the city, but it is a long walk. So I had the, the pleasure of having Matt as my partner. And what's great about having Matt as a walking partner on a 39 point one mile journey yeah. is that um, he is no nonsense. Yeah, he doesn't dawdle. He says, "Okay, I have a system here at the rest stops. Get your banana and go. You have to go potty. It has to be under ninety seconds. Yes. All right. Uh, for lunch, just grab your food, sit down momentarily, and off we go. Because we got to get to the got to get to the Brooklyn it's Bridge by noon. Scientific thing. Yeah. Left brain stuff. So I mean, this was more of a, like a running marathon for me than a walk. Yeah. And they do take some great vacations. He talked about you know taking his family on some nice vacations. Uh, they were just in the Canadian Rockies with some of these gorgeous lakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you go on Facebook. You have the FOMO yes. when you see the, the trips that, that they go on, but you also think, you know what? That inspires me to maybe yeah. take a, a trip like that with with my family. Um, great guest, a lot of fun. We'd we love to be on fly in that, uh, in that house when the, the New Orleans Saints are playing. Oh. And, you know, because, again, Sasha, we know, is an avid uh, knowledge yeah. fan, yeah. Uh, Saints fan, and uh, I would kind of sit there and say, "What do you need? Is a nickel defense? You know, what? Do you, how do you not know about this stuff already? Been married to me for X number of years, yeah. but I guess doesn't really care." Uh, Sasha has volumes about what defensive package the Saints should be playing, and, and Matt, you know, I think there's something to be said about not being an obsessive sports fan because your blood pressure is probably lower. Yeah, and makes for a good you marriage. Got, you got a little more inner peace. Makes yes, good for a good opposites marriage. attract. No question. <laughs> no question. And next week, like I say, we keep it going. Uh, we have another guest. Uh, that is yeah, uh, of great is, of great value. People, listen to this one. Listen to this one, please. Yeah. Adam D. So we're gonna we're gonna have Greg Feig on the show, and uh, Greg by trade he's he's an accountant. He's a finance guy, but uh, he is the dad of a a young girl named Jolie, who unfortunately underwent leukemia and yeah. leukemia treatments uh, over the last couple of years. Thank goodness she is fine now. She yeah. uh, is in remission. Of course, you have to go back for all of the He has the another child too, right? It's not just... He does. Yeah. yeah, he does have Spencer, and Spencer's yeah. a, a great, great kid as yeah. well. Um, but, you know, Greg has always been a fan of boxing and MMA and kickboxing and, and those kinds of sports. So he is actually going to go into the ring and box another guy for... Charity and awareness for uh, leukemia research. That's crazy. So I, I can't wait to hear his story. I can't hear his story. What when, story? When right? we interview him, he yeah. will still be in training. The fight is not until November, but we're yeah. going to interview him in September. Well, that's awesome because we want to promote it too. Yes, absolutely, and uh, see how you, uh, you the listener, can donate and and take up the cause. So that will be on uh, Bad to the Dad, and uh, we thank you so much for listening this week. Another great episode, Adam D. The Big Dad Theory. The Big Dad Theory. Dads have a great week. We'll see you next week. <laughs>